Good morning, good afternoon, or good evening. Welcome to another episode of Jacob Walks Over a Bridge. I'm Jacob. I'm currently walking over a bridge. And can you hear me now? <laughs> I realize that sometimes it might be worth listening to whatever I record before posting it online for viewers to listen to. But I guess you're not a viewer, listeners to listen to. Uh, the uh, one of the last episodes I put, I guess if I had to remember maybe 33 the other, it was 20 something minutes long and it was me walking over the Queensboro Bridge and all you could hear was everything else I don't know what the deal was with that it might be the headphones I'm using and how the microphone in them decides which noises to pick up because you could hear the traffic pretty well and I'm speaking literally maybe an inch or two like I'm holding up the the mic to my face right now and I'm maybe like an inch or two away and maybe it, the whatever software is in the hardware of the mic decides Oh, that's background noise, don't need to include that. Because I've walked over the Queensboro Bridge before, many times, with a few different mics, and I don't think I've ever had the problem to the extent that it was. I, I actually, so my dad listened. One of, hi, Dad. Uh, <laughs> one of my most dedicated listeners told me that on the the last episode before I went over the Queensboro Bridge which I did two Queensboro Bridge episodes in a row he told me or no I think actually it was this bridge that I'm on now the Williamsburg Bridge going the other direction I'm going from Manhattan to Brooklyn right now and then I was going from Brooklyn to Manhattan but you know he said he could barely hear me so I decided to actually after posting that episode uh, listen to it and it's uh, if you ever watched Contact, the 97 film with Jodie Foster, it reminds me of when, uh, you know, when she was only, you know, in the machine or whatever device. Uh, we watched this in the sixth, you know, the, my sixth grade teacher put this, which is kind of sort of, uh, silly to think about. But in class, the sixth grade math science teacher had us watch Contact. Don't remember what the specifics were of that. It's hilarious to think about that now. But we watched it in that class, and I remember, I don't know, she was like in some sort of machine to try to contact aliens. And to everyone else, it seemed like she was only in there for a short while. But she recorded, you know, a lot of stuff, you know, like. However, she was in there for a couple hours, you know, she recorded a couple hours of static in whatever she was recording. So it's kind of like, like that in a way, you know, I know it took me about 25 minutes to cross the bridge while talking to myself. No one will know how mad I was about everything ranging from Ikea to baseball. Uh, those were really, that was really it. I was just mad about Ikea not having Froyo and they didn't have it again. I was mad at baseball for a number of things and even more reasons to come if I had only known how disappointing 
the MLB ballpark gap would be. Yeah, I don't know if you can hear me or not. I'm gonna pretend like I am, like you can. This will be my last bit because I, after that episode on the bridge, I also did two more. One in, on the Pulaski Bridge and one from the Shea Bridge in City Field. That one was didn't really go in with much of a plan. It's you know just more just chumming around with Jared Tyler, uh, but yeah, that one was a as I wrote in the description a hot mess. You can hear me talk through there okay on those bridges. Maybe it's just because of the lighter. Well, I mean, City Field was loud, so I don't know what the deal is with that. I'm doing my best trying to hold the mic as close to my face as possible so that way there is the least amount of interference. But if I'll listen to this one after posting again, and if it has the same issues, then I'll try to change the input hardware. I I mean, there's a few options. I can go back to the Apple-provided headphones, which are not great. They don't stay in my ears, and honestly, the sound quality out of them subpar at best. I, I, I just can't really hear. Like, Even when I do have them jammed into my ears, I can barely hear what's coming out. I always have to have them on full blast. Not my favorite headphones. That's why, I mean, I don't think I would be that person to get them in the first place, but, you know, the AirPods that they have just don't appeal to me because, one, well, they look kind of silly. It remind me, there is a, you know, the Ninth Doctor, Doctor Who episode where they go to some alternate dimension version of London and everyone's wearing these, what look like now, like Bluetooth headsets that then turn their you know, turn into mind control devices and you know, turn them all into Cybermen, so not, not that I'm afraid of that outcome, but they look silly. But I'm afraid that A, they would fall out, and if they fall out, they're a nightmare to recover, and then if you only have one, then that's an issue, so there's a lot of issues with that, and then you look just look silly if you can buy, you know, if you put a, you know, like some kind of, uh, I guess a connector, chain, necklace, what have you on it. That kind of just defeats the purpose. And then I'm afraid they're just not going to sound good. Maybe it's just my ears, too, because I don't think this is a common criticism of, of Apple headphones in general. Or maybe it's just me and my weird ears. But I could try for the sake of this podcast. I don't really have to have the headphones in my ears. I could just, you know, hold the mic. Though it's nice to have the headphones when I'm listening to things before and after. I was listening, uh, walking over, I was listening to Mets game on the radio. They had an early game today. Though very frustrating uh, how they uh, I've been playing lately. Not been great, but you know it's still relaxing enough. As now it's like about a five-mile walk from my apartment to to the bridge, so help pass that time. It's a nice, easy thing to listen to. But I could go back to that. I could go 
no headphones and just hold the phone up to my face for however long, you know, and talking just into the mic in, in the, that's built into the phone, which is an option. Not sure how that would sound. I mean, I could always test these things out, you know, just about speculating. And then I guess the other option, uh, way back when, when I interviewed uh, Brandon Mancho Boy Grummet, he bestowed upon me a microphone. Like, it looks like a real microphone that plugs into the headphone jack of a device. You know, it, that's the only thing, though, is that it would be not the greatest for the current iPhone that I have because. Without a headphone jack, I'd be, I'd have to use the dongle, and then feel like that microphone might be too heavy for the dongle to, to, you know, it would just might fall out, or I would also just kind of look a little weird. Like, how do I hold that? I don't know. Like if I was just recording this at home, maybe that'd be one thing. I just put it on a table and forget about it. But I don't know how practical it is for walking. If I had to, you know, save the device that had headphone jack built into it then that's another story you know maybe I could record on the Zen see how that comes out that would be that would be funky you know that 13 year old device I don't know is it 13 well yeah this year it turns 13 got that in October of 2008 yes 2008 final answer but uh, I still do love the Williamsburg Bridge because it's a the, at least the size of the walkways are pleasant. You don't have to worry. But for for the first stretch of the, of the Manhattan side, you have to worry about the bikes. But then for the whole rest of the bridge, you don't. The bikes are on their total different side. The walkway is nice and large. Uh, it feels like the trains don't come as often as the Manhattan Bridge. They're also not level with you, so the it's not the sound isn't as abrasive necessarily. Still a nice bridge. It's mostly cloudy today. Little bit on the humid side. High 70s, perhaps. I'm schwitzing a little, but when am I not? Well, I'm not when it's nice and cool. Really looking forward to those days when. It's like a sunny day, high 50s, low 60s, and those days can't come soon enough. You know, summer was great and all when I had off from school, and birthdays didn't just meet your one year closer to kicking the bucket. Here's some trains. Uh, how nice of them to come two at a time. I think I'm, you know, really a pure fall guy now. Love the fall. Best weather, bar none. And I'm one of those rare people who really doesn't mind a snow day. Maybe it's because I don't have to shovel snow anymore, given that I live in the city and I was taken care of by supers or whoever else runs the building that I rent. But, you know, the, still something nice and 
relaxing about a nice snow day. Oh, sorry, I'm yawning. Oh, I just hit six miles. Nice. Definitely was a slow out of the gate today, partially because I left around people's usual lunch breaks. So everyone, you know, they're, they're in smoke breaks. So there were a lot of people in Midtown when I was walking through Midtown. Also saw my sister as I was walking, you know, spontaneously I saw her, you know, coming out of the park with her dog. So stopped to talk to her for a bit and play with Boots. Was very excited, as he always is. It all, you know, makes me feel nice to feel the love. <laughs> but yeah, once you, once I get going, you know, and plus when you know you first start walking, it's you're not always booking it right out of the gate. You got to warm up. So I, I think I'm pretty warmed up now. Walking at a pretty solid pace, and I, I know that there are some people who like to keep track of their walks through the city who will, you know, if they're keeping track, really tracking it on, the, on a smartwatch, they will pause every time they hit a stop sign or a, a red light or, you know, traffic just to keep track of the true time that they're walking. I'm not one of those people. Oh, yawning again. I'm sorry. Oh, I thought I slept all right, but... What are you gonna get here? But I I like to keep the the real time that I've been walking helps me keep track of okay this is how long this walk pretty much well you know I'll pause it if I'm you know stopping in a store or peeing or eating or something like that you know if I'm uh, taking a break for a significantly longer period of time like I didn't but I probably could have paused it when. I was talking to my sister, but I've just been, you know, let it go. I'm at two hours and three minutes now of walking, and I feel pretty good. It's been a fun time. You know, I've had the last two weeks or so off, and I've gotten a lot of walking in. Don't feel that bad, you know, not, not much worse for wear. When I tried going for a run yesterday morning, I probably did feel the the weight of the walking a little bit. I, I wasn't as spry as I've been previous runs. I still was able to run about as far as I would have liked to, but it was a struggle and I was able to push through what you're really not supposed to do necessarily when you're going for a run or really, you know, any physical activity. I've I've hurt myself before trying to push myself past my, what my limit should be, and I'm, though I'm, nowadays I'm generally good about not hitting my limit. I always keep some reserve left in the tank. What I always find interesting about endurance is my endurance has never been great necessarily, but. I always found that different sorts of exercise draw from different pools of of uh, of whatever 
stamina you have in reserve. Let's say, like, let's say I'm walking, right? You know, people say, oh, how could you walk that much? You know, and I guess that's just me pushing it, and maybe I just have a high, high stamina for walking, but, you know, running, I was never, never that, uh, you know, I, I, walking endurance and running endurance are two different things. Like, I can walk 20 miles, but then, you know, in, in, a, in a bubble trying to run a mile, it's a challenge. But also, let's say I've walked 15 miles, and yeah, I'm pretty sore, but as well as I know my body, I know that if after, once I hit the 15-mile mark, someone said run, I could probably run for maybe half a mile before collapsing. <laughs> Not collapsing, but before really needing to stop and, you know, dying of, well, no dying, no death. I would not run myself to death. But you get the idea where even after doing all that walking, I know that I'd still be able to, you know, not, not as far as I might be able to, you know, fresh, fresh off the whatever, you know, fresh without having walked that much, fresh legs. With fresh legs, I'd be able to run further than after walking 15 miles. But... so lost thought now but uh but yeah so the endurance is just it's, it's different and maybe that's just my mind you know I'm usually I uh I like to conceptualize things about the body that may or may not be true, but just help me understand, you know, get through the day-to-day, -day and maybe I just have a warped understanding of how the body works when it comes to physical activity. But, I don't know. But now what I'm really mad about, if I want to go back to talking about all the things I'm mad about, uh, so Pokemon Go, the thing I'm not playing right now, because well, because I'm over a bridge, and bridges traditionally are not good places to play Pokemon Go, but they recently, at the beginning of this month, uh, made a change to the game to revert back to how it was before the pandemic. Whereas they made it the game easier to play from, you know, a stationary position. So like in your house or home, they made it easier to play without having to go walking, which was nice. It definitely made it game a little more. In I'll say it made the game more enjoyable, just because it was, you know, easy to play from my couch <laughs> and do more. You know, that more stuff was within reach, but the developers behind Pokemon Go, Niantic, and their infinite wisdom, decided that now, because numbers were going down, and people were getting vaccinated, that they would go back to the way things were and make people go outside and walk, which, you know, that, that just follows the trend of you know, companies and politicians you know, celebrating victories before 
actually securing victories. You know, the time was probably not right for this change, and not many people are, you know, no one's happy about this. You know, especially maybe, I don't know who would be happy about this. <laughs> Everyone's mad. Uh, so much so to the point where they even dubbed, you know, River Players dubbed today Pokemon No Day. And one of my friends, Deb, who is an avid player, uh, forwarded a petition that I will sign once I get home. Change.org petition to get Pokemon Go to fix itself, you know, go back to the way things were. Because I've been playing the last couple days. I played a little bit today before realizing that today was supposed to be the day we were all going to boycott. So, not playing for the rest of the day. So, uh, it's unfortunate because it would be nice to play while going on such a long walk. Get a lot of kilometers in. Game likes their metric system. But I am going to do my best to stick with the community. Another term they like. <laughs> to make sure change can happen. Oh, here's this bozo bike. But, um. Hmm. Y'all Dang. Uh. So, if anyone from Neantic listens to this podcast, I would like to remind them that the pandemic is far from over and we should go back to the way things were. Thank you. That is. And welcome to. Thank you for listening to my podcast. <laughs> don't know how much longer I'll play Pokemon Go anyway, I mean, if they did or didn't change the distance. The, you know, I've done most of the things you can do in the game, you know, barring some of the, you know, some of the goals, the medallions you can get that feel unattainable or would take years to get. I've caught all the Pokemon, especially the ones I already know, you know they're gonna always be making new ones and they're releasing new ones and it's you know I, I, I've, I've stuck with it through lots of the generations that I wasn't familiar you know when I was playing originally you know for the first couple of years it was nice because I knew all the Pokemon and then sooner or later they were you know I, I stopped playing when I was at a certain age and Pokemon kept going so the, and I've stuck with it, and you know I've tried to enjoy it. I've learned the new ones, and while I don't respect them as much as the ones from my youth, it's other oh, boats play. No, she was had headphones on. Like she, or she had the AirPods in. She couldn't hear what I was saying. <laughs> but I don't know. Certainly, I mean they're almost at the end of. You know, I mean. There aren't infinite Pokemon, and it seems like we're almost at the point where we're near the, the last generation, and then what? Like, you know. but I guess they have enough events and things going on that keep it interesting for us who've been playing forever. But, you know, we shall see. But I'm going to cut this short because I am nearing the end of bridge.
Hopefully you heard most of what I was saying. If not, it'd be very sad. And I'll need to <laughs> investigate new ways to do this. Especially, well, not especially, just because, you know, what's the point of a podcast? You know, it's, I think it's funny to have those <laughs> on there for the ones that are just static and, you know, but they can't be every episode <laughs> or else it's just, I don't want to, I don't want this to be known as the static podcast. Uh, but anyway... I've reached the end. I need to go look at Google Maps to figure out where I'm going now. So, as always, good day, good night, and all that jazz.